What's going on, guys? It's Taz, Tazzy, whatever you guys want to call me. Um, this is my first episode. Show some love. I'm not used to this thing. We're going to be speaking about a lot. I wanted to create this podcast for many people out in the universe. Uh, many people in regards to family, friends, people that don't know me. Mental strength is one of the topics that I want to focus on primarily, but also it comes into personal care that jumps into health care, skin care, many different things, you know. So I hope everybody understands where I'm coming from. And I just want to proceed with my first podcast, my first story. It's a motivational one. It's one that's really sincere to my heart that I always carry every single time I wake up. I don't forget it because it's something that's <laughs> physically present within me. And um, I always try to make the most of it. So what I wanted to speak about today is the fact that many people encounter injuries and these injuries could be mental or physical. And as an athlete or a former athlete or retired athlete, whatever, whichever one you want to call me or even washed up athlete. I used to play a lot, a lot of lot of soccer or people call it football. Um, I used to go to the gym a lot. I used to do a lot of physical activity, but Throughout the years, my body's taken a wear and tear, which means I've taken a lot of injuries physically, and that's actually psychologically and mentally gotten me more and more involved into this scenario and case. Over a lot of athletes that I personally have watched and have personally like met, they've either gotten an ACL tear or they've damaged some ligaments in their ankles or they hurt themselves to a degree which no other i'd like to cycle back all the way back to 2013 2013 seems like years ago like seven years ago but like it doesn't seem so 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 long ago for me seven years ago i was playing football day in day out i had all my friends around me we were just we went from from i think last year of middle school, which is ninth grade for us, which is first year, first year of high school here in the United States. And I was transitioning into going to high school. Um, and it was that summer that I, I actually went and I was playing with my friends. I remember we went to this new compound that was, um, it, I used to live in Aramco and they had this new compound that was opening for different people um, down in, in Khobar. So like we went and um, we were playing and all of a sudden I made, uh, I made a quick change of twisty turns. And what happened was um, I twisted so quick that I heard three snaps. And it was my left knee at the time. So that was not a problem. And I felt it and it hurt like no other. Like I felt like there was something that just tore or something popped. Um, later that evening it hurt so, so much. And the next following day, I iced it and everything. I went even to a doctor to see what's going on. I didn't get an MRI or anything. The x-rays seemed okay from what my father had told me. Um, as he was the doctor, that was pretty much telling me everything in regards to injuries. Apart from that, um, two weeks after that, and I was back on the field running and playing and jumping into it. What I want to tell every single person is my mentality when I was when I was that young was... I was fierce and I was fearless. I was just, even though I had, had got, encountered that type of an injury, my mind wanted to play so bad. I wanted to just get out of it, snap out of it and not just be, oh, I'm, I'm broken, my thing torn. I can't feel that way. 
So I edged myself and I pushed myself further and further. I made myself go the entire extra measure. And I told myself, I have to be back in, in literally less than three weeks. I have to push myself. The mind is very strong as it's developing while it's younger. If you develop it as, it, as it's developing very, very young, and you put very positive and mental toughness and strength towards it, what happens is that person can really, really evaporate any type of negative event, negative injury, whatever. Moving on forward, I guess that was um, a precursor to many different injuries. I, I had different, um, not knee tweaks, I'd say just a pop here and there. I twisted my ankle in senior year of high school, right before we went to Calist, where we won the gold, conceded only one goal, just for information. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy because I, I tweaked that ankle and I, same thing. I felt like my ligament overstretched and torn. But there was a lot of excruciating pain, lots of inflammation. But nonetheless, I came back so much stronger. And I loved it. I loved it, honestly, because I came back and I was with the team, with the first team. And I came in and we were playing as if nothing, as if this injury didn't happen at all. And my mentality was so fierce and tough. And I was like, F it. There is no way in heck that anybody is going to stop me from pursuing the first team. I wanted to be on that first team so dang bad. Like, I mean, everybody knew that I was, I was trying so, so, so hard to be on that team. The year before, I had gone into the B team, and there was uh, many different reasons why I got into the B team, but I really was pushing myself to be on the A team. It was one of the greatest breakthroughs, one of the greatest comebacks and like, results in my life that I've seen of me pushing forward for something. Apart from that, we move forward. Um, I finished high school. And that summer, right before college began in 2015, um, where everyone was about to transition and go into college, I was playing indoor. Uh, it was a Ramadan night. And one, one, uh, one game, I was running so quick and I twisted and I turned and I landed really wrong. And I heard a very, very bad snap three snaps the same way in my right knee. And this is my dominant leg. And I never want anything bad to happen in my dominant leg, but you know, you never, you never have control over these things, especially when it's a game, especially when you're going in for a 50-50 or you're going so hard to play. If, if you can't relate, uh, focus on your sport or focus on the sport of your own kind. Or if you go to the gym, or if you put any effort into doing physical exercise and imagine uh, you putting excessive effort um to being the best or to being to performing the best let's just put it that way and you overperform unfortunately and you hear something snap or something breaks you know what i mean and i i don't forget that day as i actually jumped up as soon as i tore it or it was a partial tear and i jumped up and i was just jumping 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 i jumped we were in an indoor facility um, right next to Nesma and Khobar. And I jumped onto the stage and I was just, I got on the floor and I was yelling. It was excruciating pain. Um, my brother, which you guys should actually follow, uh, Mustafa, and also my other brother that I was actually raised with, Omar. Um, you guys, uh, they had actually seen this. Um, so they saw how much pain I was in. They saw my knee become a golf ball. No, actually not even a golf ball, like a baseball, literally. Like it was like, humongous it was like a watermelon filled with juice in it like that's how bad the knee had become i have pictures too and it was like everyone was like what happened to you what did you do 
what happened was I was an idiot because I was going full force and I wasn't thinking properly into a, a, a challenge that I could have gotten if I just stepped back and I let the person come to me. But I was so, so insistent on me going for that challenge that I ended up hurting myself. Anyways, this took a very big mental, mental detour on me. It was my dominant leg and I just hurt it. The next day, I couldn't play, but say in three days, I went and I played outside with the boys again. And it was really cool because everyone was like, aren't you hurt? Aren't you not going to play on it? They could see that I was still pushing towards playing because of how much I love the game. This game has done so much for me. And I'll explain that in, uh, in a different episode because football in itself is, is just a blessing for me. Um, for other people, they consider it a sport, physical exercise, whatnot. But for me, it's been a life-changing blessing that has like really revolutionized my life. Apart from that, I moved forward. Um, we got into the latter stages of me... I couldn't walk on it properly. We went to Egypt, me and my family. We came back. There's still like so many things where I could not do anything. I'd go to the gym. I'd feel so much pain. Uh, I got picked up by my old boyhood club, Wadi Digla. And it was pretty cool because um, they kind of gave me a lifeline of me trying to play again. And the real, real aspect of me um, realizing different things mentally was in that period, which was the first semester for many people that went in my class to college. I didn't go to college at the time. And it was pretty crazy because I jumped into a life where um, I had to mentally be strong, but also mentally it helped me grow. In which aspect? I would always run. I'd always love to run for the ball and run always down the line, down the field, by the byline, whatnot in, in the football field. But what it, came to, what it came down to is you using your mind. Because I remember this very great play that it was me and a, a distant relative of mine that I used to play with on the same team and another person. Um, it was a foul. And, and we could have just, someone kicked it, shoot it in the goal. Uh, or you can pass it to the wing and he can cross it in the goal. But what happened was this is one of the craziest things that like really made me and inspired me to grow. It's one of the plays the coach had come to me. He's like, wait, before you take it, listen to me. It's like this triangle play that we did. If He's like, pass it, pass it right next to you. He passes it to the person right next to him. He gives you a through ball. Taz, chip it over the goalie. And I was like, okay. We did that exact same play. It ended up as a goal. It ended up like as one of the best goals that we've ever scored together as a team. And the craziest part is that we were celebrating as if we'd won the Champions League final. But like we really we were scrimmaging with our own team and we just did that. And we had a game like three days later. Anyways, the real deal behind this is that I still was injured and I could not play. But this was uplifting my my mentality and it was giving me a stronger and a much more healthier mentality of thinking about football. I go down the line and it's December. I return back home uh, to Saudi Arabia and I actually see all my friends from college that came back. We have a re uniting moment and we see each other we have a great couple of games throughout the entire december break and then i had uh, my moment when i had to go to college but right before it um i still was still injured couldn't play well and i was still limping and whatnot but i could feel that limping going away because i was mentally growing myself in a regard where i'm playing much more smarter than with my physicality I hit January and I still couldn't do anything. I had just entered university and whatnot. 
And I started going to the gym and doing rehabilitation exercises for my knee. Um, and to just strengthen that actual knee so I can kick the ball. Because at that time, what I would do, I'd be limping. I couldn't put my full force on my knee. But I strengthened it to the point where by March, I was playing in full size games, 11 v 11 games. So I got injured back in almost uh, August, maybe July of that year. And it took me all the way to March. So that took me as a mental drought or a mental detour, as I would have spoken about. And after that, I actually started learning the game in a mental aspect. Um, I started focusing more on my game passing-wise, more than physicality. Uh, but many people have noticed my goal on Instagram. Uh, the goal where I went from right back, because that's my pre- previous position, all the way to, to the goal. And I scored it. Um, what people fail to realize is in that game, <laughs> people see the good aspect of how I played in that. But what they fail to realize is in that first half of the game, I actually conceded a penalty for our team. And it was one of these stupidest penalties. And it just shows you how much I've grown from a person that thinks of the game in a physical manner to more of a mental manner, to where I think about the ball instead of my physicality. I still use my physicality in terms of, oh, I need to outpace a person to a ball to clear it or whatnot, but I still focus on the aspect of the game where I have to pass or where I have to create or build up a play to get to the goal. So it was crazy. It was just some crazy stuff. Anyways, let's move forward. I got injured that time. Um, I got injured from after the knee. Uh, I got like little tweaks in my ankle still and little tweaks in my knees. But I would, I would do yoga. I'd be going to the gym. I'd be focusing on myself, engulfing myself of a, of a mentality to always work out, to be the best in the room. Um, I got to an aspect where um, a year later, um, almost in September. So this was 2016. 2016 after March, I was, you can consider me healthy. And I was going to the gym, focusing on me, my mentality, growing myself in a football-wise manner, um, I used to love Kyle Walker, if everyone knows, and I used to just always want to boost myself and be like Kyle Walker and play really, really physically, but then I shifted my mind towards the tactical part where it comes to actually playing more smart than physical. Uh, it got to a point where in September of the next year, of 2017, I had done something very, very, um, I would say, unorthodox, and I don't regret it, but at the same time, I wish I would have done things differently. I would work out very much every single day, not give myself a break. I wanted my body to be as lean as possible, to be in the physique that is as defined as soccer players, that I would have so, 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 so little body fat that everybody would consider me, oh, he's on that level. Um, he's on that level of playing and he's on that level of being physical. So there's no reason for him to worry about his physicality. But what I failed to realize is I didn't recover properly. I didn't focus on my intake or my nutrition. And I got very skinny to the point where I got down to almost 150 pounds. And my body fat was almost 6 to 7% body fat. And it was absolutely horrendous. Horrendous to the point where I couldn't eat carbohydrates the, to, the, to the point that I wanted to. So... What I mean, I, I took out completely out of my diet rice. And everyone would be like, what's going on with this kid? Why doesn't this kid eat rice? You're Arabi, man. You're from like <laughs> Egypt. You must love rice and stuff. No, I got engulfed into a mentality that was so negative to myself that made myself hurt myself. I got into this physicality and this re- regimen where I had to work out every single day. I had to be the fastest person alive. 
I want to be like Usain Bolt in a sense. But that wasn't good for me. That wasn't smart. And and here's how, you know, it wasn't smart. And the outcome reveals the, I, I, you can say, idiocy <laughs> um, of me being very, very not smart and very um, physical and looking at different aspects of that or whatnot. On September 9th, I believe, I went, we had uh, club, club games with Ohio State. Um, the previous game, Miami, we'd lost like 5-0. It's an opening game. They, just to let you know, we used to play in this conference. And this conference, if you win, you go to nationals and you have to play all the way to the end. And nationals was in the middle of the country. And you know, you know how that goes. Um, but what happened was one of my very good dear friends, Ahmed Adib, and I were training throughout the summer. So I was in Saudi Arabia. He was in the States. And I was working very hard. Um, to being very, very, very fit. I came back. I was probably the fittest I've ever been. Um, but also, I would say, like, fittest in a physical aspect where you can see me very fit, but also mentally unfit to play. And many different reasons why. And I'll go into detail in different episodes and whatnot about that. But what I did was I focused on a very bad regard and I fell down the ladder in a way where. I actually, in that game, it was our second game of the conference. The first game, we'd lost 5-0. The second game, I'm coming in to actually win. And right before we start, the warm-up, literally, I never forget this. Uh, we're doing some shooting exercises, and I'm, and I'm like shooting, I guess, just uh, in case I get in front of the goal or whatnot, you know. Um, and I get right in front of the goal, and I, I kick the ball, and I hear a, a huge snap. A snap that's as loud as maybe, um, you know, when you have those uh, big uh, resistance band, elastic bands, and you really rip them and you hear like a huge like rip. That's like how much I felt it inside of me. Little did I know what I just did. I actually ripped my insertion on my quadricep, on my rectus femoris. I did not know, but I felt it. And I told the the trainer at that time, the trainer said, you should be fine. You ice it and everything will be good. You might have a dead leg. I told him, I know I tore it. I felt a big tear, like a big snapping noise. And it was so sad because that was kind of a, a big burden on my mentality. Um, it hurt so much that th- to the point where I would still go to their practices, the club's practices, and I try to push them forward because I really wanted, I, I'd been practicing all summer for this, and I'd just gotten injured for the entire season. And this season was so crucial towards me because I wanted to see how much that nutrition and that fitness really paid off. And it really showed me how to be smarter in a sense. I grew out of it, but I didn't realize how to grow out of it because I was so frustrated and upset the first couple of weeks. And then after that, I started going to the gym and I got very big. Um, I got big to the point where I got into 185 pounds. I was 150, bear in mind. I put on 35 pounds of pure just food and I got fatter and whatnot. Um, And it was kind of like me being sad, not depressed, just sad and upset. So also you get to eat. So yeah. Um, And it got to a point where I came back actually. And it was pretty one one of the craziest things. I still had that mentality that I had from the beginning of me playing and I'm just like, oh, let me push through with, um, with me having, being injured. Let me play on it. I came back a month later after September. So maybe October 13th. It was one of our last games of the season. And I came back. Everyone was astonished that I, I came back. I, we played against uh, a team at our home. I forget who it was. Um, I forget who it was actually, 
but we went to uh we went to where Ohio University I remember and we won the our last game of the season I remember and I played on a torn uh torn muscle and I could feel it with all my bones and I could feel it with every run I'd make and I knew like regardless of that my mentality was to just keep playing and to win um anyways moving forward um I was in so much pain that I didn't know what to do and um I was going back home which is Saudi in December. I went home and it was crazy because as soon as I went home I told my dad I need to have an MRI and see what's going on. And this is how I knew it was a torn insertion in my quad. I went to the doctor um and um the doctor had shown me the MRI itself the same exact day. Perks of having a pops as a doctor you get to see your results whenever you want sometimes sometimes it can be expedited lol anyways <laughs> uh we um i saw the results and i was like oh oh i see the muscle and everything it's, everything looks good right and i was just like saying everything is good i just wanted a positive outlook on it he's like no you have a torn insertion into your rectus femoris what are you saying and i was just like okay and i was like okay and what's the deal with that he told me that you could get surgery but surgery had such such low success rates the rates were so low that it was like 33% and i was not going to risk someone opening me up just to give me surgery for 33% so instead of me wanting to go get surgery i embraced it i embraced that i have a torn quadricep which i still have till this very day if you do not know and i kept it and i went forward with it people will be like what's wrong with this kid here's the craziest part Here's the craziest part of the story. I came back to Akron uh mid-January. Um and we I was playing with a with a team, like a recreational team indoor, and we actually got to, all the way to the finals and I played every game. How crazy is that? I played every game almost and we got all the way to the final. And as soon as we got to the final, um we lost the final unfortunately, but the greatest takeaway from that is that I got to a final with that in with that injured leg. And people will be like, "What's wrong with this kid? What what's going?" Yeah, so what was I doing and what was I thinking? I also forgot to point out a very good pointer and that pointer was while I was actually being like diagnosed with what I had with the quad and what not, the doctor told me that if I had reconstruction surgery, that I would not be able to play uh 100% the way I used to. And with this with the injury that I had right in front of him, he told me that you wouldn't be able to play to the fullest even regard in like regardless of that and i was i was pretty pretty devastated when he told me all that but the most important aspect of the entire part of this is that i actually took something so negative and i with i took it and i drew it into my life into a positive manner how i made sure that those little negative itty bitty injuries or those injuries that have halted my i guess development or career um within football actually made me a better better athlete how i became much more mentally aware of the game mentally grown into the game how do how did i grow i grew into a way where i understood the tactical yet the mental aspect of the game it doesn't take physicality there are people that have the worst physicality in the world but yet they are some of the smartest people that can play football in the world they are the smartest people who can play And I've seen a lot of people that I played with even in that final, right before that final, we played a couple games, the semi-final and the quarter-final. I played against the people, you'd see them physically and you'd say, "Oh, I'd run right past them." But 
when they play the game, they use their mind and their brain and they could easily hit a ball to someone where they can score or they can give a ball or they think defensively in a, in a more uh, mentally aware way. It's crazy. It's crazy how it, would, it worked. Um, but the most important part is that the comeback is always greater than that setback. And those are little minor events that, are te- that test not only your patience, but they test your resilience. They test your mentality. They test how dedicated you are towards that game. And for me, I was really dedicated to football. And that's a whole other episode where I'm going to go into it and how I became a Spurs fan and whatnot. Because that's just an entire, entire, entire thing by itself. Anyways, later that summer, it became very, very much difficult. And I'd like to speak about that in a different episode where there was another challenge that had came upon me where I had to take into my own arms. And it was one of the greatest things that has shaped me and developed me and made me challenge myself mentally more than ever. But I'll be speaking about that later in a different episode. But the most important uh, takeout point or takeaway points from this entire podcast is that injuries don't define how good of a player you are and regardless of injuries you should always focus on one thing at a time you should focus that you can become mentally aware you can grow yourself mentally within a game and realize that physicality will never 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 ever beat mentality because if you're very mentally strong you can come back and become the best player you could ever become my my whole inspiration behind becoming a right back was Kyle Walker, who plays for Manchester City currently. He used to be a Tottenham player uh, back in 2016, 2017. And he had been the best right back at that time. And right, right before he became the best right back, he had actually undergone groin surgery. And people f- failed to realize this. And one of the greatest things that people fail to realize is when they come back from injury, they come back so much stronger. It's not only because of mentality, it's because... When you're mentally aware of becoming much more stronger mentally and aware that you're going to become tactically driven and much more smarter when you play, you also take into, re- into aspect or into, into regard that you want to become physically very capable of not getting injured in that regard again. So you become very, very cautious and aware and become very, very cautious over your body. And it's something crazy that I've witnessed over the years is that many pe- there are many players that will get so many injuries Yet they're not taking care of their body. They're not taking the right nutrition. They want to live this life where they're becoming very, very thin. Um, But also, it's better to become very aware and very dedicated towards something where you're growing always. And that's what you see with different players. Um, One of the greatest players or who just won the uh, the Champions League last year, won the Premier League or the Premiership this year, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Andy Robertson, uh, Virgil van Dijk, Joe Gomez, you see all those players that play on Liverpool, they have an excelling mentality, a growth mentality. Because a couple years ago, when Joe Gomez was playing at, I think it was right or left back under Brendan Rodgers, absolutely horrific. Like, to, like, like he wasn't good at all. He, he was playing and you can see that he had potential, but it was not satisfied and was not put in the right, right, right position. But now you can see he's a center back and he's partnering up with VVD, Virgil van Dijk. And you can see Virgil van Dijk's growth too, because he's, he's already been physically gifted, but also he changed his way of playing into a Liverpool manner. And now you can see how great he's becoming as a player. He's deemed as arguably one of the best center backs in the world currently. I currently agree so, but I also agree that he should actually uh, level up his game to the regard of Ramos 
are many different other players. There's Sergio Ramos, there's Varane, there's Pepe. There's players who are very consistent over the period of 10 plus years that he needs to get onto that level. But he's growing himself and hopefully he can get onto that level. Apart from all of that, I just wanted to thank everyone who's listened, um, who's listened to my entire uh, story behind injuries and who's taken the time out just to just listen during this quarantine period. And I hope everyone is staying safe and doing their, per, taking their precaution actually, and staying six feet away from one another, uh, buying necessities and always just checking in on one another and their own family. If, uh, if there's any, any sign or anything that you want to speak about in regards to mental injuries or mentality or whatnot, uh, feel free to just DM me. Um, my Instagram is at Motaz Roshdi, M-O-T-A-Z-R-O-S-H-D-Y. Um, I look forward to uh, seeing all the feedback that I can get from everyone. Thank you for your time. I hope everyone is doing well. And it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Actually, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. So see you later. Bye-bye.